Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 52, April 3rd, 2017, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Important federal updates today. We had uh, legislation introduced last week in the Senate and the House, both from representatives from Oregon. That's okay. But what we need to do is get our Alaskan representatives on board with this. There are no Alaskan senators or House members that are co-sponsoring these bills. If these make it through, uh, it is going to be a happy day across the country. 420 for real. Uh, Green Day. Green Day for real. Not just in this republic and the, the, the little states that have decided to go that way. Nah. Across the whole country. It's a constitutional right. How can you be telling people not they can't be doing what they're doing with their body? Uh, schedule one, declassified, research, taxes. Oh man. So much to go over. Here's the three that we're looking at right now. Again, introduced last Thursday. This is right on spot. Get to your senators and congressmen. Here we go. We have the Small Business Tax Equity Act, all right? This is going to be uh, letting cannabis businesses deflect this 280E, all this thing that's supposed to help organize crime, uh, not letting, not help it, but deter it, you know, uh, help, help the feds deal with organized crime. The next thing we have, we've got this responsibly addressing marijuana policy gap. They're calling this the RAMP Act. This is going to be bringing a lot of policies, federal policies, up to date with how we're prosecuting, um, even, even um, I don't know what that what the word, I want to say pardon, but that's not it. Getting rid of expunging old records. Oh, Mid-Toker's got one in Massachusetts uh, and a problem in Canada. Massachusetts, I'm getting in touch with them this week, find out how to get that handled. And... Canada, next year is going to be legal in that country. Huh. No more hassle at the border, hopefully. All right, last of the three, the Marijuana Revenue and Regulation Act. This is basically what we got in Alaska. Um, this is to regulate marijuana like alcohol. Okay, We've got problems with that in Alaska going on, but it's a start. Let's get right into the article, shall we? Is this the end of Cannabis Prohibition by Daniel Short, April 2nd? This is off the Canna Law blog. Good stuff. Though 29 states have some form of cannabis legalization, the federal government still lists marijuana as a Schedule One controlled substance in the Federal Controlled Substance Act. You're going to see this all the time as CSA. According to the CSA, cannabis has no recognized medical benefit, has a high risk for abuse, and is too dangerous to research even under medical supervision. Insane. 
A series of bills introduced in both the House of Representatives and the Senate could change all this. Senator Ron Wyden and Representative Earl Blumenauer introduced the legislative package on March 30th as the path to marijuana reform. This package is made up of the three following bills. Okay. Both Democrats, both from Oregon. Come on, Alaska. Let's go. First, the Small Business Tax Equity Act. This would create an exception to 280E that would allow a marijuana business that complies with state law to claim deductions and credits associated with state legal selling of marijuana. This would allow marijuana businesses to deduct common business expenses like rent, most utilities, and payroll. Marijuana businesses could also claim tax credits like those intended to incentivize energy efficiency, research and development, or hiring veterans. In other words, cannabis businesses would start being treated by the tax code as legal businesses, not criminals. Secondly, the Responsibly Addressing the Marijuana Policy Gap Act. This would address the gap between federal and state law by amending the CSA to exempt persons acting in compliance with state marijuana law from criminal penalties under the CSA. This act would also reduce barriers for state legal marijuana businesses by allowing them to easier access banking, bankruptcy protection, marijuana research, and removing prohibitions against advertising marijuana. It would also establish an expungent process for certain marijuana violations, which would allow access to public housing, federal financial aid for fire education, and would ensure that a person cannot be deported or denied entry to the U.S. solely for consuming marijuana in compliance with state law. Finally, it would ensure veterans have access to state legal medical marijuana and protect Native American tribes from punishment under federal marijuana laws. And last and certainly not least, the Marijuana Revenue and Regulation Act would remove marijuana from the CSA, which would allow marijuana to be regulated at the federal level. It would impose additional taxes on marijuana products, including an excise tax similar to the one currently imposed on cigarettes. And it would establish an occupational tax on marijuana producers and on marijuana products. It would establish federal permitting for marijuana business under a system operated by the Department of Treasury. It would also allow for regulations to control marijuana advertising and packaging. In a statement, Representative Blumenauer used his home state to highlight the problems with conflicting state and federal laws on cannabis. As more states follow Oregon's leadership in legalizing and regulating marijuana, too many people are trapped between federal and state laws. It's not right, and it's not fair. Passage of all three bills would drastically change an industry that has matured and grown despite federal opposition. It's too early to know whether these bills stand a chance of becoming law, but if these trio of cannabis bills does pass, they would leapfrog the U.S. into one of the, if not the most, progressive countries on cannabis. Even if these bills do not pass the legislative session, they will almost certainly serve as guidelines for eventual legalization. Many are skeptical of these bills passing in light of our current presidential administration, and yet, this may be exactly why their chances may be so good right now. Write your senator and your congressperson to let them know that full legalization is important to you. Let's take a look in at the executive summary of the path to marijuana reform. Remember, this is the three-part legislation introduced by representatives, congressman and senator from Oregon, both Democrats. Senator Ron Wyden and Congressman Earl Blumenauer. 
The path to marijuana reform introduced today by Senator Wyden and Congressman Blumenauer is a package of three bills that paved the way for responsible federal regulation of the legal marijuana industry and provide certainty for state legal marijuana businesses which operate in nearly every state in the U.S. On November 8, 2016, voters in states across the country acted to end the prohibition of marijuana. Voters in California, Maine, Massachusetts, and Nevada approved initiatives to legalize adult use of marijuana, and voters in Arkansas, Florida, Montana, and North Dakota approved initiatives to provide or expand access to medical marijuana. To name more than 20% of Americans live in states that permit adult use of marijuana, and 95% of Americans have access to some form of legal marijuana. These changes represent a dynamic shift in public opinion. In 1969, only 12% of Americans approved of legal marijuana. Today, 60% believe marijuana should be legal. Despite legalization under state law and broad public support for marijuana legalization, marijuana remains illegal under federal law. Federal agents may arrest marijuana consumers in states where marijuana is legal, and individuals complying with state law may be subject to penalties and jail time under federal law. Marijuana consumers may be barred from public housing or federal financial aid for higher education, and non-citizens may be deported or denied entry into the United States. Marijuana businesses face even more daunting obstacles. Retailers, researchers, healthcare providers, and marijuana producers complying with state law may face penalties, jail time, and asset forfeiture under federal law. In addition, marijuana businesses have difficulty obtaining bank loans, access to bank accounts, bankruptcy protection, and goods and services like building rental, scientific testing, payment processing, and even legal representation. The IRS also imposes burdensome tax penalties on marijuana businesses, which do not apply to any other businesses legal under state law. In the face of these challenges, the state legal marijuana business sector continues to grow. In 2016, the state legal marijuana industry produced an estimated $7.2 billion in economic activity, with marijuana businesses paying billions of dollars in federal income tax. This industry is expected to produce nearly 300,000 jobs by 2020 and grow to $24 billion by 2025. It is an undeniable fact that the legal marijuana industry is an economic driver in the United States. And every public road, bridge, school, and hospital is paid for, in part, by income taxes paid by marijuana businesses. Legal, under state law, but still prohibited by the federal government. The path to marijuana reform includes these three bills that pave the way for responsible federal regulation. The Small Business Tax Equity Act. This legislation is going to repeal a tax penalty that singles out state legal marijuana businesses and bars them from claiming deductions and tax credits. The 280E Killer. Secondly, the Responsibly Addressing the Marijuana Policy Gap Act, RAMP. This legislation would reduce the gap between federal and state law by removing federal criminal penalties and civil asset forfeiture for individuals and businesses acting in compliance with state law. It would also reduce barriers for state legal marijuana businesses by ensuring access to banking, bankruptcy, protection, marijuana research, and advertising. It would protect individual marijuana consumers in states that have legalized marijuana by providing an expungent process for certain marijuana violations, ensuring access to public housing and federal financial aid for higher education, and ensuring that a person cannot be deported or denied entry to the United States solely for consuming marijuana in compliance with state law. Finally, it will remove unfair burdens by ensuring veterans have access to state legal medical marijuana and protecting Native American tribes from punishment under federal marijuana laws. The Marijuana Revenue and Regulation Act otherwise in Alaska known as the treat alcohol or regulated marijuana like alcohol bill, ballot measure two, 
And this legislation would responsibly deschedule, tax, and regulate marijuana. It would impose an excise tax on marijuana products similar to current federal excise taxes on alcohol and tobacco, escalating annually to a top rate equal to 25% of sales price. Marijuana producers, importers, and wholesalers would be required to obtain a permit from the Department of Treasury, and the marijuana industry would be regulated in a manner similar to alcohol. Strict rules would prohibit sale or distribution of marijuana in states where it is illegal under state law. All right, there we have it. Wyden and Blumenhauer of Oregon again. They are going to be talking about this in detail on Wednesday. They're going to be meeting with the Trump administration. And uh, we'll see how Department of Justice and Attorney General Jeff Sessions has to deal with this. This is Wednesday, two days from now. Let's see, April 5th. Contact Lisa Murkowski, Dan Sullivan, Don Young. Let's get them on board. Don Young has been a giant supporter of cannabis. We've got Lisa Murkowski and Dan Sullivan. Not sure how they're going to go. Let's get them on. Let's get them going. Um, Sessions, you know, we all know what he's saying. The idea that America will be a better place if marijuana is sold in every corner store. Slightly less awful than heroin. (laughs) Um, He does not believe that a marijuana is a good thing. Anslinger, right? Here we go. Come on back again. Maybe Sessions has too much to worry about with immigration. We shall see. President Donald Trump vowed on the campaign trail to respect state decisions on marijuana legalization. But Sessions is an opponent of it. What's going to happen? All we have, contact our senators, take part, get involved. Congressmen, senators, Don Young, Elisa Murkowski, Dan Sullivan. Why don't we get our local ones to pass um, resolutions to. Let's send this to um, Fairbanks City Council, Fairbanks North Star Borough, and let's have them pass a resolution stating that they support this legislative package on March 30th that was introduced, the path to marijuana reform. Let's get it done locally, state, federal. Come on, let's do it. We've been concerned about limited supply and how much the consumer is having to pay for cannabis in the legal market. Tomorrow, April 4th and April 5th, at the Cannabis Control Board meeting, we've got 40 licenses up. Now, what does that mean specifically for Fairbanks North Star Borough? Let's look. Standard cultivation applications. We've got Arctic Greenery. This is Nathan Davis's green thumb idea. Whew. Big things coming out of those guys. I personally know one of their anticipated growers, Miha Notyu. Good luck. We feature Miha Notyu's herb on Far North Tokers a few times now. Next, Northlink. We also have Frontier Grow Labs and Blue Bear Canna Farm. 
Some of those I haven't even heard of yet. Been off the radar last couple weeks. This is going to be good. No new limited coming on. But that's four standard cultivators coming on. We also have cultivators that have been approved in the last couple months. They're ready to release their product, particularly Alaskan Blooms. Whoo! Dinosaurs coming on in Fairbanks. Limited marijuana cultivation applications? None for the Fairbanks North Star Borough. Three in the state. Retail stores? This is where it gets exciting. Currently, there are three legal retail stores in Fairbanks. As of tomorrow, possibly four new ones are going to be approved. The Grass Station 49. Love it. Grass Station. Beautiful name. Chena Cannabis. That's the one out on the highway between North Pole and Fairbanks. They're going to do good. Great location. True Dank out of Fairbanks. These guys are on Cushman. They were approved early on in the process by the borough. Interesting cat that guy is. If you go back and listen to some of my, one of my previous episodes, I do um, really focused in on True Dank because they were one of the first to go in front of the board, at least um, the assembly. Um, good luck to them. We have no new uh, manufacturing facility applications coming out, just in Anchorage, Raspberry Roots and AK Rhyme. Now, big things going on tomorrow also. They're again going to be looking at on-site consumption. Is that ever going to stop? Are we ever going to just get on with things? Another thing that I'm looking forward to seeing tomorrow is this enforcement report. I've been involved in one seeing helping someone get through that and uh we'll see how it's brought up there's a lot going on and people are some of it's bullying some some things are getting done the way they're supposed to and setting up policy i'm really looking forward to seeing this enforcement report and seeing how this is setting the policy how they handle one thing determines everyone else we have violations issued and licensee responses that's coming up tomorrow 40 applications being approved can they get through it tomorrow? That's a good question. Can they get through their meeting? I don't know. I'm going to be watching very closely to see what they can do. New things coming on. We've got testing requirements. Um, big thing is just getting those 40 applications through. We'll see. We'll see if they can do it. If not, how are they going to handle that? Well, to your 40 applicants tomorrow, good luck. Bring your fine cannabis to Alaska. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Toker. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud, Search Mid Toker, and Facebook, farnorthtokers.com as well. Lots going on. See you.